Hi, and welcome to the OlgeenScene.com podcast. Thanks for listening today. I'm Crystal, and I'm here with... I'm Mike. (laughs) So, the news, man. We've had eclipses, rocket men, riots, papadopolises, puppets, scaramoochies, shitholes, cofefes, creepers, little bobby corkers, harassers, dossiers, both sides, mergers, mullers, marches, McConnells, morons, megastorms, fake news, real fake news, fine people, tweets, trumps, black lives, and black chinas, it's life, and hot damn. As I used to say in my drinking days, what just happened? (laughs) The news has had more surprises than a room full of piñatas and more twists and turns than an old country road. We're all looking at Trumpo the Clown and his dancing bears and three-ring circus as they make a monolithic mockery of the presidency, and the rabbles they roused in seeming unending cavalcade of disasters, it's easy to get you down. That's not even counting the stuff people have to deal with in their own life. Yeah, man. I mean, all this news, media, stress, cancer, depression, it's just all around us. You know, it's life, and life is short. Sure is. So, you know, some people get it taken away from this life sooner than others. And, you know, it's hard for us as supporting friends and family of some of these people to get through these hard times. So what are the some kind of things that turn your frown upside down? What are the things that calm you down, that well, make you feel happy? Figuring that out was a very long road and a very hard road. But um, I think that what we've learned along the way could maybe help some other people. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about our own struggles and how we get around them. This episode of the OlgeenScene.com podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the easiest way to build a website and get your stuff online. Check it out at Squarespace.com. Okay, welcome back. So, you know, we all have these stressors, these problems in our lives, whether it be personally or professionally, financially, just on TV or just in our own minds. Uh, How have you been able to process all this? Well, lately, the best I can. Um, Meditation of just kind of spacing out and watching my favorite shows, being creative, writing, thinking of new podcasts. Um, But, you know, it wasn't easy to get to this place. Anxiety and even depression is something I dealt with for a long time. and Undiagnosed. Undiagnosed. And I kind of refused to acknowledge it myself. And, you know, I kept it from you and from everybody, really. You know, I'm Mike, dude. Woo! (laughs) You know, and I know everyone would, at least I thought everyone would think, like, you're Mike, dude. What do you have to be depressed about? And really, they're right. Um. But what I found out later on is, you know, that's sometimes part of it. You don't always need um, a big tragedy or something in your life to have happened to to feel these symptoms. And they're not always what you think. Um, sometimes it's a lack of enthusiasm. Sometimes it's a numbness. Sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. 
And for a long time, I kind of took that as a personal failing. Oh, I must be lazy. Even though I like I just literally couldn't move sometimes. Uh, a lot of it was catastrophizing. Like I would think, oh, well, what if the car breaks down? Or even going back when I was a kid, oh, what if I get a bad grade? Or, or spontaneously combust. Or spontaneously combust. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that on Unsolved Mysteries. And it's it did, a fear. It did scare me. I remember seeing that when I was a kid on Unsolved Mysteries. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I could just catch fire? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think living with... Thinking that's a personal failing uh, when I was younger, like in my teen years, like later teen years, especially like I thought I could do anything. I could power through this. And for the most part, I could. <laughs> that's how I met you. I mm -hmm. met you as Mike Dude. You could do anything. You were out there. You were fun. You were wild. You were confident. <laughs> you had everything. I had no reason to think that any of these deep underlying problems I part just of you. sort of faked it till I made it. And really, I didn't feel like it was, you know, because I was I didn't have a terrible thing that happened to me. So I was just like, oh, no one needs to know that I was feeling too almost felt too crappy to come out today. But I just powered through it anyway. And, you know, as as the years ticked on, it got exhausting to power through things some more you know, responsibilities and then friends and then all kinds of stuff, which led to drinking, <laughs> which Lord knows is it's a whole other topic. But alcohol does give you confidence. It gives you that Mike dude personality that was larger than life. Briefly for a while until, until it runs out <laughs> mm -hmm. until it's hindering more than helping. And Lord knows, you know, I finally decided I need to do something about it because I was getting sick so much and I was just tired of feeling that way. And it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do was to go and get help. And I went to uh, outpatient rehab uh, locally at the Los Encinas Hospital. And, you know, while I was there, they figured it wasn't just a drinking problem a chemical problem you know you have anxiety and <laughs> depression and that was really tough i know there's a lot of stigma and stuff that goes along with it but at the same time it at least gave me a feeling like wow okay so it's something so it's not just some deep personal failing you know this is this is something that happens to people and Lord knows the people I saw in there, you know, have it much, much worse. And that's probably sort of the point. So everybody could see how much worse everybody else has it because each person's story their own. And you know what I mean? This happens to millions of Americans and millions of Americans also go untreated and undiagnosed and just continue to self-medicate, whether that's with alcohol or drugs or whatever else. So it is a very brave step for you to come forward and actually feel free to talk about this. Yeah. Um, after, after accepting it, I saw that a lot more people I think are maybe dealing with this than meets the eye. 
Um, people are very good at putting their best foot forward or, you know, holding on to a job for a really long time or having a family. But that doesn't mean that they're not still going through all these things. And sometimes it's much, much worse because they also have these, you know, other things weighing on them. And I just want to, you know, talk about it to be like, hey, it could even happen to Mike Duke and and. You know, if you could talk about it, like uh, one of my my idols, Mr. Rogers, said, mm-hmm. if you could, if it's mentionable, it's manageable, mm-hmm. and it is very difficult. But um, yeah, I mean, that's what we want to get into is kind of the things that we do to to get past it because it is something you kind of have to learn to accept about yourself. And I know that you've kind of been feeling a little down lately too. I mean, I lost my dad two years ago mm-hmm. and for the first time ever, I had a day that I was sad mm-hmm. and I had never felt that in 35 years. Mm-hmm. I went through life not being sad a single day. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but I'm just an upbeat, positive, full of life person. And when my dad left this earth, a piece of me got lost mm-hmm. and depression crept in. Yeah. And it helps me understand your struggle and mm-hmm. what you're going through. Yeah. But we have to move on. You know, life goes on. Life is full of life and death. Mm-hmm. And it's what we take from it and how we move forward mm-hmm. and the things that we do to feel more positive and happy and lift each other up that really make the difference. And that's so true. And if you've never had the symptoms of depression or been through it it's really hard to convey to somebody else who's never experienced it at all and i know <laughs> with uh, that you've never had a sad day at least we've, we've all tried in some way <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's i know it was hard for you to see and certainly harder for you to empathize with and it's made me a little sad that you've had to learn about it this way you know what i mean i wish there was a way that like you could still sense it, but not necessarily have to feel it, you know? Well, I mean, the silver lining is I understand. Mm-hmm. And that's an, an important part of it. And I think that maybe with us talking about it, we mm-hmm. can have other people understand. Yeah. I mean, when you decide to get help or something like that is is immensely personal, but you know, by us talking about it, maybe it's one small step in, you know, feeling better. And that's what we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some of the ways that can help all this to make you just feel a little better. You know, sometimes it's laughter, sometimes it's other things. And we'll talk about it more when we get back. This episode is brought to you by Photography by Crystal. For your next family portrait, professional headshot, or company event, contact me on my website. You're already there. So you guys are all familiar with the sound of music, right? Sure. 
raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Schnitzel with noodles. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part. That's your favorite part. Well, good. (laughs) So today I want to talk about things that make us feel good. Oh, I also like when the bee stings. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? (laughs) So I want to talk about things that, you know, Turn that frown upside down. Make you feel happy and positive and uplifted. Um, You know, maybe that's petting your pet or um, listening to a loved one's laughter. Um, Cooking or playing music. Mm -hmm. Um, On today's podcast, I want to talk about things that we've been doing uh, lately. Mm -hmm. uh, Things that we've uh, done done (laughs) in the past. Uh, Things that give us an instant good mood uh, and things that we do daily. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to start? Sure. All right. So lately this is new for us, but um, we've been starting uh, journaling and writing, uh, blogging. Um, sometimes that leads to podcasts like this one. This is new for us. Six months. Worth? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Pretty new. I'd say. Wow. It feels like we've been doing it forever now. I wish. You know, maybe this would have helped a long time ago. Even the podcast feels like we've been doing this for a while. It's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This has been such a big part of our lives lately. Yeah. Wow. Six months. Mm-hmm. So I've been adding to my little journal on um, things I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. And um, the list has kind of taken on its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I think of something, I write it down. Oh. And... You know, being able to look back over it and read through it just makes me feel more uplifted. I guess I got to get past the first hill on that. I go to write a few things down and, you know, you think of the you think of the first things, my family, mine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, you know, I, I got to remember to write down like a cup of coffee or a croissant, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a little stuff that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So do you want me to read a couple of things from my list? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'll just pick some random ones. Um, Rainy days. Mm -hmm. uh, Comfy PJs. Mm -hmm. uh, Twinkly lights. (laughs) We have lots of those. (laughs) Um, A soft blanket and a good book. Mm -hmm. Um, NPR. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Walks outside, photography, Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Got to love those. (laughs) Well, for me, um, for a little while now, there's on YouTube, there are these things called ASMR videos. And ASMR stands for like auditory sensory. It's a whole it's a whole thing. But basically it means you sort of get the chills. Um, But instead of it being an unpleasant feeling, it actually relaxes you. And some people get this sensation from different triggers. Uh, Sometimes it's a soft voice talking, sort of a hypnotic trance situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's shuffling papers. Sometimes it's um, just like hand motions doing like a show and tell uh, situation. 
and there's a there's a lot of uh, people on there. Uh, I guess you just have to pick one you jive with. Um, but they have different yeah different scenarios. Like sometimes uh, you're you know getting a, a massage at a, a a masseur. Sometimes you're at a spa. Sometimes you're. It's just these little things to. It's almost like a meditation, but with an also a little a little chill added in. And for me, it really helps. I could see some people feeling like, you know, like someone tells you a secret in your ear. (laughs) I'm kind of reminded at Disneyland in the Lincoln Theater. Mm -hmm. um, They did something that you'd put headsets on. And it would be like the photographer was going to take your portrait. But they wanted to cut your hair real quick before the picture was taken because you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Right. And you hear the clipping of the scissors. Right by your ear. <laughs> and it just makes you go, ooh. ooh, yeah, the spritzing of the water and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, spritzing water is a big one. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, some of them have taken on a bit of a sensuous side. <laughs> I'm sure whispers, sweet nothings uh-huh. in your ear. Um, you know, that's some people's uh, jive. Uh, some are actually just really boring. Like there's a, a Swedish guy who shows antique adding machines <laughs> and he takes them apart and shows how they work. And it's like the most boring class you've ever had. I was going to say, but probably good to get to sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but sort of interesting, but sort of sleepy. Do you remember we had an art history class right after lunch? Oh, yeah. With the slides and then the dark room. Darkness. <laughs> the slides. <laughs> it was such a good class. We had an incredible teacher. Yeah, but sometimes we'd have like pizza and beer for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Okay, a lot Every of the day. Uh-huh. A lot of the times. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we were in college. <laughs> yeah, well, so we got into a lot of this mess. The party continued. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, so um, ASMR videos, um, if the tingles aren't your thing, there's also a lot of guided meditations where someone will um, either walk you through um, a relaxing situation or just uh, relaxing tones. Now, there's this other thing called binaural beats. And now this I'm really hip to. These are supposed to be these tones that... There's a whole study about your brain waves and alpha waves and Frequency. frequencies. And if your mind is in an alpha state, it's relaxed. So supposedly they've found these frequencies, uh, usually in the lower frequency range, that will put you in an alpha state. And different frequencies work better for different things. And if you look at some of these, the claims will be ridiculous. They'll be like super concentration or fall asleep in minutes, see through time. I mean, <laughs> they get some really outrageous claims. I want to do that one. <laughs> Sign me up. But really, I mean, it's just it helps. If anything, it's just like a really nice white noise generator. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I really like it. It gives me something because I always like noise on in the background and sometimes right. music is repetitive or distracting. So it's another thing I really get a lot of um, benefit from that's kind of uh, that's kind of unorthodox, I guess. How about you? Fantastic. Um, 
<sighs> well, um, I would say that just an instant turnaround for me would just be to take a hot shower. Mm. As simple as that sounds, I mean, no matter what kind of mood I'm in, I can just take a hot shower and just kind of wash everything away. Yeah, I, the benefits of a hot shower, <laughs> it's one of the most potent <laughs> antidepressants there is. I mean, you take a nice hot shower. I remember feeling just sick for being hungover or tired or tired and hungover mm-hmm. <laughs> and just taking a really hot shower and just feeling better just for uh sometimes it's just for a little bit and but that's all you need just to to reaffirm <laughs> the feeling of life <laughs> <laughs> and just the feeling of being clean and calm and relaxed and your muscles loosen up and you know you you can breathe the steam in (laughs) and you're just in this warm clean wonderful place Mm -hmm. and that you can be alone completely alone with your thoughts and i mean we talk about this all the time shower thoughts right (laughs) (laughs) we all have them you know we don't have a notepad or anything on hand but we're just sometimes i get the most brilliant ideas in the shower and i have no place to bounce them off i i actually saw a waterproof notepad just for shower (gasps) thoughts on amazon (laughs) (laughs) great gifting idea (laughs) by the way (laughs) Uh, duly noted Uh (laughs) uh-huh gotta take that note in the shower (laughs) (laughs) so for me that's my instant turnaround that's something that i can easily do every day three times a day if i want to Mm -hmm. (laughs) um just to get a clean fresh start for the day whether that's in the middle of the day or the end or the beginning i can just wash it all away i love it (laughs) but in a nice way not in a like um tobias on arrested development in the corner rocking kind of a way right no definitely (laughs) the shower is my happy place (laughs) (laughs) how would an instant turnaround for you do you have something um i hate to say it but being mean (laughs) (laughs) that's always been your (laughs) go-to you know just a just a jerky nothing too bad just a jerky statement or making fun making fun just some little thing like that i don't know so that it's terrible but you're laughing just thinking about it right now (laughs) yes i am i'm thinking of being so sick i was in the hospital (laughs) and saying i don't know something Mean about my face. Mean about your face or something random. <laughs> the, 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 the finally smiling or something. And that's that. Wow, that sounds so awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever makes you laugh, I guess. <laughs> Even if it's at my expense. <laughs> it's part of my charm. That's <laughs> <laughs> what attracts me most. <laughs> I guess. No. (laughs) Well, another instant turnaround for me is petting my adorable, sweet, loving, soft cat. Our pet poof. Our cat. He. Now, everybody says this about their cat, but (laughs) we have the best, cutest, smartest cat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Highly intelligent. Well, he is a sort of a fancy cat. Yeah. He looks something like a Maine Coon, but I think we figured out he's a Nubbalong. Mm-hmm. He is. We found him outside. <laughs> <laughs> he's blue-gray, and he has a blue nose. 
And it that's is pretty blue. And that sounds so odd, but it's um look them up online. Yeah. It's, it has it spelled N E B L U N G, mm-hmm. I believe. I've never seen any like mammal skin so blue. It's very fascinating. But during the winter months, he gets super duper cuddly, which <laughs> I love because if we just want to chill out and watch some television, he can just come up on our lap, maybe with the help of a couple of treats mm-hmm. and just be right there by our side purring. And just hearing that monotonous, calming <sighs> purr mm-hmm. is just so, I guess that's my binarial beats. Now, if we've ever had to leave your house early because of our terrible cat allergies. You must be very confused right now. For we wh- were both allergic. For one reason or another, this cat just doesn't make us sneeze too much. I mean, he'll get me on the right day and my eyes will get itchy. Really? Uh, yeah, to this day. I'll He's get... supposed to be hypoallergenic. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that a nebulong trait? It's just a it's a long haired oh, okay. commonality. Um, the short haired um, have a different kind of dander. And I think indoor outdoor kitties also pick up a lot of dander along the way. Ours mm. is strictly indoor. You sound very snotty right there. <laughs> well, because we've let him out a couple of times and he won't come back. <laughs> he couldn't just play in the yard or something. No, no, he has to go for like a day and a half and make us all worried. Worried sick. So he's indoor only now. Mm-hmm. I had to put up a screen door. Well, I guess it was our fault. We just sort of opened the door, <laughs> let him look and hope he didn't run we off. We did that for years and he was okay. And then he saw a lizard or a cat or a bird or something mm-hmm. and ran after it and wasn't was missing for a couple of days. So we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, just thinking about that. <laughs> it was a very stressful day. Oh, the heartache. <laughs> Anyways, but having him close by our side is is very helpful. I think that any pet, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a dog or a cat or a chinchilla, just really helps calm your nerves and just makes you feel warm and cozy and safe. Yeah. Um, he's my buddy. I talk to him and I always considered myself more of a dog person, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else that's an instant turnaround for you? Um, oh, a really good movie on TV, organically on TV, right at the beginning. Yes. So, okay, so you're flipping through the TV. We we have some, some good channels. So we're flipping through the TV and you're flipping through and you're looking for a movie and you find, let's say, oh... Star Wars, Spaceballs, some sort of good comfort movie. It's usually an older movie, you know, just a good National Lampoon's Vacation. Ferris Bueller, you know, Batman from the 80s. But literally right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. Yeah, that's. You don't have to start it on a DVR. You haven't recorded it. It's not on Netflix. It's just on and you've just reached it at this wonderful moment (laughs) that you can watch it all the way through from beginning to end. And the universe feels all right. Yeah. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Yeah, but it's awesome. We turned out TV, obviously. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) I think another one of my turnarounds is my walks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say exercising. Now, we haven't done it much lately. (laughs) Lord knows. But that really helped. I mean, I guess we overdid it. Like we tend to do things, but it was like five miles a day for for a year, for a year there. Yep. 
But um, that does really help. Um, and sometimes it's just going for a nice stroll and listening to one of my podcasts. It's not even one of my five mile heat runs with heavy metal <laughs> music blaring. Uphill, both ways. <laughs> Uphill, both ways. <laughs> Oh, remember that? Even in the summer, it would be like 100 degrees outside and we'd be out there. We'd run. still go to the Arboretum and we'd climb those hills yeah. and we'd run the whole time. And we drank it up. We loved it. <laughs> so just having a little bit of time to reflect, unwind, get your heart rate mm-hmm. up, get your steps in. I've got a Fitbit. I've got my challenges on, you know, just an, a chance to get out there in nature, see the beautiful sky. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to, I mean, we're here in California, but I mean, anywhere, you know, it's just so important to just get outside, even if it's just for a little bit. Um, and let us not forget cooking. Yes. Cooking has had this very odd therapeutic thing <laughs> for us <laughs> now lately you've uh, been taking it over but i cooked the last one mm-hmm. i was surprised <laughs> i think we have a good cooking dynamic it, it kind of um has fluctuated you used to be the primary chef in this mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and with blue apron and uh you know thanks to a couple of cooking shows and recipes and things like that i've mm-hmm. gotten comfortable with cooking pretty much anything yeah, uh, you've gotten great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so much so that you've handled it the last <laughs> few times. But actually, those chorizo tacos I made. <laughs> oh yeah, those were bong diggity. That was a that was a great uh, comeback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call don't it a comeback. Don't tell it a comeback. <laughs> <sighs> but cooking is so fantastic. It's something that we can do together. It's something that just lights up the house. It makes it Good smell, smell like. Now we put on the jazzy tunes. Yes. And. Uh, and start chopping or, or like we were talking about a good movie that we've seen that we don't have to see, but we know all the lines. So it's on in the background. So whether we're watching or not, yeah. we can kind of complete the story in our heads. Yeah. And, you know, we have a little house. It doesn't have a, a proper kitchen. So we have our all our cooking devices spread off in various counters and we're buzzing around and it would seem a little chaotic, but for us, it, it works. <laughs> And the result is phenomenal. I think that we've cooked some excellent dishes in here that we proudly display on our Instagram or our Facebook feed to our friends' distaste, probably. <laughs> it's like a edible art to me or yeah. something. It's this, you know, you could try different things. You could find just the right combination, the right. I love it. It's And I think that our love of salt and hot sauce really goes a long way. (laughs) (laughs) Way too much spices. Got to put sriracha all over it, right? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the latest thing we've discovered is the Himalayan... Sea salt. No, it's not sea salt. It's uh, just Himalayan rock salt. (laughs) Oh, that one. Yes. It's uh, it's the the pink pink salt. So I've theorized that I've eaten a good portion of the Himalayas already. (laughs) Mm, They were delicious. (laughs) It's like, wow, those Himalayas were beautiful. So Mike ate them all. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. (laughs) Some other things that kind of turn us around are desserts. Yes. Chocolate is probably my favorite thing. Now, when we were drinking a lot, 
we didn't have much of a sweet tooth. I still think we liked our occasional cookie, chocolate chip cookie. But for some reason, we stopped with that. Oh, boy, the sweet tooth came back. And boy, howdy. <laughs> There's a lot of sugar and alcohol. And so your need for that has been met by the amount of wine or <laughs> mixed cocktail you've had. Mm -hmm. So when we stopped drinking, our need for that still remained and we found it. I know. I'm surprised. In chocolate. I'm surprised <laughs> that desserts. I didn't get like insulin shock or something. <laughs> <laughs> the diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> I would have had to call the diabetes guy. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but we're okay. Our health is fine. Yes. We're not making fun of diabetes. because Well, Mike's making a little fun just because well. that's what makes him feel better. <laughs> It's my therapy. <laughs> oh, but we're having fun. But really, I mean, it's sometimes it's these little things like this that truly make a difference. So we're going to take one more quick break and we're going to give some closing thoughts. So I guess in conclusion, you know, life is too short to be focused on the depressing and this is kind of our chance to focus on the positive and reach out to friends who are in need of help. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether you're just in a funk um, or you're really going through some sort of crisis, uh, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, losing a family member or things like that. Um, I just think that we can be more supportive and uplifting mm -hmm. and try to remind each other that, you know, this is this is your life to live. And if you choose to live it in a happy way and try to find means by which to make yourself smile mm -hmm. or laugh or support your friends and family, then you should do that. And, um, you know, I think that we've talked about lots of different ways in order to handle that. Yeah, um, I think my takeaway from all of this is that every day matters. You know, even at my what I considered my strongest, you know, early college and, and being able to to do everything I thought I could do. OK, I guess what I'm trying to say is even back then I lived for the fun thing instead of not always seeing the joy in school or whatever it is that we were doing. And just being a young person, um, getting to spend the whole day with you and. You know, every every day counts. Every day matters. And you're not always able to change your situation right away. But working towards it, I think, really helps. And knowing that you're trying mm -hmm. um, is a big is a big one. And, you know, if you're feeling like maybe you do need the help, you know, make the call. It's it was very hard. <laughs> oh Lord, was it hard? And going through it was hard too. You you deal with uh, a lot of feelings, but it is worth it. And you know, if that's not where you're at yet, then like I said, just figuring out the things that do make calm you, you down and make you happy could go a long way into into improving your your outlook for the moment at least you know mm -hmm. and i don't want to paint the picture that we have everything figured out nope. i mean lord lord knows you we're know we're still on our journey we're still on our journey you know i, I need a, a a proper job we still need to figure out how to have more energy than mm -hmm. we have some days um some days we don't have the motivation like we used to to mm -hmm. do things and 
And that's tough. But at the same time, I feel like we do have these tools and we are on the right path of at least finding ourselves and doing things the the correct way. Yeah. And this is all stuff that we just didn't deal with for years and years and years. We're kind of learning how to adult. <laughs> Not just that, but like who we are. And I know that sounds so... <laughs> but figuring that out is a big part of it's, life. Yeah, especially when <laughs> who I was is... Party Mike. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> not, not to say it wasn't a lot of fun. But. I have to admit, yeah, I was Party Crystal right alongside you. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, we're not judging or anything like that. We don't have all the answers, but there are ways and there are we are here you know, if anybody ever wants to to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I'm surprisingly open about this and that was a hard thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm I feel better for it. And you know, even if it's just stopping and enjoying your uh, your donut in the morning. You know, Chris Hardwick has a saying, enjoy your burrito. Yeah. <laughs> and it just means to like you know, maybe it's a, a donut, maybe it's whatever your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Just, just take a second to to enjoy and and stop and realize, hmm, I love the way this tastes. I'm in this place. Um, and that could go a very, very long way into setting things a li- with a little bit more clarity and a little bit more positivity. Positivity. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. <laughs> High five. High five. (laughs) So thanks for being here to listen to us as we support each other Mm -hmm. and support others. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to the oldgeenscene.com podcast. We hope you guys took away something from this and we hope that you will see the positivity in your life as well. So thanks again for listening to us here at the oldgeenscene podcast thanks again for listening to the olgeenscene.com podcast for a lot more resources on mental illness or just how to talk with people in your lives about this check out makeitokay.org and for a great podcast about for comedians take on depression and all these all these sort of issues check stress out, anxiety stress anxiety check out the hilarious world of depression on itunes and thanks again for listening to the yogin podcast <laughs>